A while back, I experienced an intense barrage of insults, threats, blackmailing, and messages from, you guessed it, a narcissist. All through the phone, isn't it crazy how one solitary device who things go through and come through static, it's not even a human being in front of you, can cause so much stress and pain and heartache because that person can communicate to you through it. I'm just thinking technology is so strange. But to me, narcissistic abuse, when they attack you, when they gaslight you in the, the situation where you're trying to have a conversation with them, bringing up something to try and work something out, but then they turn it around and attack you, I find that it hits our hearts differently. Do you agree? When this happens, there is a deeper wound that hits your heart differently. Welcome back to the Empath and Narcissist podcast, spiritual healing with human design, spirituality from trauma and narcissistic abuse. Here we are empowering empaths into their power and authentic self with human design after narcissistic abuse. It is here as a tool to help you bust out of the prison of narcissistic abuse, of being a victim from narcissistic abuse, and it allows you to be the architect for your own joy and peace in your life. Subscribe now. Emotional abuse is correlated and intertwined with narcissistic abuse, truly, because that's how they use the weapon of abuse against you is through words, emotions, your thoughts, and that is emotional abuse. That emotional abuse is what twists you up in a ball and mixes all the wires up in your brain to turn itself against you and think, I did something wrong. I'm the one in the wrong. When really it's just a tactic for them to not take responsibility for their wrongdoing. And it cuts to the core. They make you doubt yourself. They make you doubt your character. They make you doubt your sanity so that they don't have to admit they are wrong. This is emotional abuse. And they're deep-seated insecurity and emotional laziness and or evil tactics against you. Again, to protect themselves, to not take responsibility, to not own up, to not grow, not to not mature, to not apologize or have a true change in their character or actions. This is what makes them bring light-filled, beautiful people down. Time and time again, empaths are being smothered and pushed down in order for this narcissist fulfilling gain. It is always this saving face, being perfect. And for some reason, they can't have an adult conversation about it, right? This is why I always imagine narcissists as tiny toddlers emotionally. Because all of a sudden, they brood, they brood, they hold it, they hold it. Uh, they keep gaslighting you, pushing it off, pushing it off. And you keep bringing it back up because the pattern keeps repeating and nothing has changed in their actions. And you keep bringing it up and you keep bringing it up. And they're like, all of a sudden, they just explode on you. And they say the worst, most unimaginable things. Like, you aren't worth it. You are such a, you know, fill in the blank. You know, and then they start to cut down your character like, oh, well, you're such on a pedestal. Oh, you think you're so perfect. Well, and then they, you know, they 
say something that's completely false, but it just throws you off for a loop. You're like, I'm just trying to be a kind person here. And all of a sudden you're turning my kindness into some falsehoods, right? Like I don't do that. And they slander your character when that is not even true. It's hard. It's hard to hear because this person you are trauma bonded to. You cared for that person. You love them. You have been trying for so long. You see the good in them. You see their inner child. You see all of the things and you've been giving them too much slack. You've been giving them too much grace and too much understanding, making excuses for their bad behavior. And I'm reminded of all of this as I'm re-recording the second edition of Empath and the Narcissist. So if you have a copy already that you've purchased in the Audible in 10 days, it will be up and live, God willing, fingers crossed, that the new version of the book, the first three chapters are completely rewritten. Just, I wanted to revamp it from a new perspective, my new wisdom I've gained from new information I have, and to be really helpful for you with the tools to guide you. And also, of course, to eliminate any more hard feelings from people close in my life. And I don't intend to ever hurt anybody, and I don't want my book to hurt anybody. So I have rewritten it for the for really for you in mind and you're going to be getting a lot more empowerment information so if you have purchased the audible it is re-recorded the paperback is out in its second edition you can grab that if you like but i'm just reminded of all this because this is what i was reading through like the characteristics i put the 50 signs you were dating a narcissist in chapter two one of the biggest, most impactful series that I put up here on the podcast and on the Instagram. And, you know, when you start to analyze all of it, and I know at least for me, when you start to analyze what they did, how they did, what do they mean this? What do they mean when they say this? It means nothing. It's just a smoke and mirror to detract you from what you're doing or from what you're trying to get them to do, right? So, You can't make sense of what they're saying. You can't make sense of what they're doing. And you cannot make any sense of their hateful reactions of the narcissist. True narcissism will not take responsibility, will not have empathy, and will not change. Uh, I just got a comment, a beautiful comment on YouTube, and, and I love it because it says, well, let's analyze your own narcissistic traits within you first to see if, you know, to make sure you're also not being a narcissist, which is true. But I feel like as empaths who have been exposed and been hurt by narcissistic abuse, that's what we do all the time. So I don't think we need to worry about like analyzing our narcissistic traits. We're always introspecting. We are always overly thinking, what did I do wrong in this situation? And when you're dealing with a true narcissist, most of the times you're not doing anything wrong. You're just trying your best. And the true narcissist is blaming you and shifting all of the blame onto you. And you didn't do anything wrong. You just tried to be a good person. Maybe you had some flaws or some some blind spots. But that doesn't mean that you need to be attacked. And that doesn't mean that they need to spew hate at you, right? That's not how we handle difficult conversations. So when you start to analyze this and try to make sense of it, it pulls you deeper and deeper into despair and darkness. The only way to not allow them to dim your light and control you 
and to really what they're trying to do is remove the power from you, remove your light over your life choices, over these hard choices you need to make, but they're empowering choices, is to stop believing their hateful words. When we start to believe it, when we start to shy away from our own power, that's when the narcissist has won. Everything they say is an illusion. It's a lie. It is not loving, compassionate truth, even if it is masked as that. So don't take it too personally. Take it from my experience. Don't take it too personally. Don't take it personally at all. Don't listen to it. Let it hit your aura and bounce right back off out to them again. And do you know what I did when I felt the panic and fear from those poisonous threats? Well, of course, at first I clinched up, my body started shaking and my, my gut clinched up and I held it in. I started having racing thoughts to see if their threats were viable. You know, I was thinking of the worst case scenario, what would happen? And, you know, if I truly made an error that I was accused of. And of course, I could not sleep. And then the next day I did a brand new thing. One crucial aspect of healing from narcissistic abuse is addressing the fear and trauma that may still reside within your body. So I went away from the space that I received the threat from on my phone, right? Weirdly enough, I saged my phone. I did this weird full body jolting dance that just naturally came out of me to get the trauma out of my gut and body. I used my hands to push it out of my aura as I was saying, you know, let it go, go away. It doesn't belong to me. I saged my body. I hummed. I put an obsidian on my heart. I pulled tarot, you know, that evening and then the next day. I mean, I did it all. (laughs) I did it all. Because you know what? Those are so many different elements and levels that this negativity can get stuck in our body. The emotional, the emotional scars left by these experiences, they can linger. They can linger for days, they can linger for months, and they can linger for years if you don't do the work to get it out. It impacts your mental health, your physical well-being, and it really is essential to acknowledge these emotions and work towards releasing them, allowing yourself the space to heal and grow. So let go of all of their words and their manipulations and don't give it any weight. Release it out to the universe and you could even earth barefoot and let it transpose down into the earth and let her decompose all of that crap. And then you'll be able to be free to make your own choices, to live in your own power and to live abundantly. And after doing all these rituals, I felt no more emotional connection to the situation. I was able to make correct decisions and hold my composure about it afterwards. Even though it was the deepest betrayal I have experienced ever, I was able to function and put the trauma in its appropriate place. I I see now the anger in this person that they were harboring and they were holding and they were stewing on for so long. And, you know, anytime we hold on to anger, you know, that's poisonous to your own body. So they have their own negative energy in their body they've got to deal with. 
I also see the ignorance and the emotional immaturity of not being able to just have a conversation about it and to just let on in and just reel out those threats. And I have cut ties and energetic cords, and I wish them well on a path away from mine. So I wanted to share with you the exact process that I went through to help you shift and get all of that trauma out of your body also. Our nervous system is so powerful, but it also can be so triggered. The triggers of all of this abuse and even you're triggered in your new relationship. We've got triggers all around us. You have triggers. You see a car that's the same of theirs out on the road. There's so many things. If it brings us back to anything resembling them or a memory of them, it's a trigger. And we have a lot of those since you lived and breathed with this person for so many years in your relationship with them. So in order to heal, first give yourself patience. In order to release it from your body, I'm going to share with you exactly how I did it and then give you an opportunity to practice with me. So like I said, the way that I moved all of this trauma and negativity out of my body somatically, somatic healing essentially is moving that stuck and the negative trauma and energy out of your nervous system and out of your body. And so these exercises are for your body's healing because the body does hold the trauma. So uh, what I did is I did like this, however your body wants to move, just move it out. Almost like, you know how animals and dogs, when they are stressed out, they shake off the stress and then they move on. That's the same with us. So if it's like this kind of tribal dance or this convulsive kind of dance or move your body and allow that to shake off, shake it off and move it out of your body, literally. So that's one the way that I did it. And I even kind of used my hands and I like pushed it out as I was moving my body. Then also dancing, dancing it out really helps. Sim similar to shaking, the dancing is another exertion to your body to move to the rhythm of music and move out the, the negativity and relax your nervous system. And the third one is active breathing. So it's like this auric breathing where you're actively breathing in to bring in that love and calm into your nervous system count of four hold it for two and then breathe out for the count of four this i think is good once you're calmer so when you're in the intense body shaking trembling your gut is trembling do all of that like major body moving dancing convulsive shaking after you've done the convulsive shaking then you know tap into this breathing so I did this breathing while I was burning sage. I think it just really helped me feel more empowered to do the breathing because I knew the sage was cleansing the energy around me. It was cleansing my aura, anything that was received into me. And I also cleansed my phone, which I would suggest you do. <laughs> it's quite, again, technology is so weird, but it absolutely is an entity that transfers messages. So and I guess it would be considered a portal so, so sage that puppy away. Sage your body and actively breathe in four counts, hold for two, breathe out four counts. And then recite a releasing mantra. 
I'm going to recite this mantra for you here. And I think it's extremely powerful. And I discovered it on a crazy short on Instagram. It's so weird. And then I posted it out on the, on the Instagram. So it goes, loosen, loosen, baby. You don't have to carry the weight of the world in your muscles and bones. Let go, let go, let go. Loosen, loosen, baby. You don't have to carry the weight of the world in your muscles and bones. Let go, let go, let go. Holy breath and holy name. Will you ease? Won't you ease this pain? Holy breath and holy name. Will you ease? Won't you ease this pain? And it just goes back into loose and loose and baby. And then you can go on and on and on and sing it as many times as you need to calm yourself because humming and singing is also another nervous system calming somatic exercise. The other thing, part of yoga practice, which I love yoga, is the child's pose. Releasing your hips in the child's pose is extremely powerful as well because our gut is very close to our hips. Our hips kind of clench up with our gut and trauma gets stored in the hips. And so find yourself doing the active breathing in for four, hold and out for four in your child's pose. And it's just, you're on your hands and knees and then you, you know, push your bum back to your heels and your hands are stretched out in front of you. So you're in this stretching kind of extended front, I don't know, crouching, proned position. And then also a grounding meditation that you can practice on the YouTube channel, the grounding meditation. I absolutely love to just sit and root to the Mother Earth and ground deep within so that she can hold me while I'm processing everything and going through it. And then another powerful mantra to have for protection and empowerment is another a really good one to help you keep out the negative energy. And this mantra is, I push out all of the lies, hate, and negativity. And I call my power back to me from every person, every negative entity, from every space, portal, time, and dimension, from every connection and cord attachment. Anyone and anything that is attempting to take away my light and energy, you do not have my consent to shut me up and dim my light and vitality. And I claim my power back. And the last step that I did, and you can do as well, is the Empath Aura Protection Meditation. This is something also in the meditation playlist on the YouTube channel that you can go back and practice with me as you just, 
again, you ground into Mother Earth, you align your chakras, you let the light pour out over your head, and you envision your aura, you envision your bubble, and you strengthen it, and you protect it, and you breathe it to be bigger and thicker, and to shield up your energy. And that is the way to get all the triggers moved out of your body, to deal with the triggers that come up, and to uh, flush them out, and be able to respond to the people who may have triggered you in the appropriate way either be no contact or this person isn't a narcissist but they've triggered you so now you can come with a calm cool and collected head so this is something that i can also show you how to do and i want you to embark on this transformative journey with me in a workshop that i am hosting it's my first workshop ever so come on to the premiere I've uh, tried a whole bunch of other things in the past, but I think that this will be great. I am going to be recording it, so if you can't make it, then you can um, still donate because it's a pay-as-you-wish model. So you can still donate and then receive a copy of the recording afterwards. In this experience, you will gain the invaluable tools and techniques to release the emotional weight that the fear and stress may have left within your body due to narcissistic abuse. So like I said, the workshop operates as an event I will record on February 4th, 10 a.m. Pacific time. That's a Sunday. And it's a pay-as-you-wish model. So at $1, $20, $50, whatever you feel this is worth to you, donate that amount, and then you just leave a comment in that tab when you're, le when you're leaving the donation. I'll leave a comment that says Somatic Healing Workshop. Everyone who is part of the email list in the community will receive a link to the event. So just letting you know that. But like I said, to donate and save your seat for this workshop, pay as you go, you're going to go to www.ravenscott.aweb.page forward slash healing dash from dash abuse. So join me and let's move towards a future filled with resilience joy, and inner peace. I really wish for this workshop to be accessible for everyone. If you can pay a dollar and donate, if it's free and that's all you can do. Or like I said, if you are blessed and you are successful and working, then you know, feel free to donate 20 to $50. I hope to see you there. So my website is down. I'm having some technical difficulties. So I have allowed those of you who have requested access to it's now private. It's not like a public site. I don't know how to fix it at the moment, but I'm working on it. So that's why all the links now in the show notes are going to the podcast landing page versus my website. So if you're like, what's going on? Why is what's going on with her? That's what's going on. So sorry about that. But everything is there at the uh, ravenscott.aweb page and it's a you'll, there'll be a button there for you to make a donation to join this workshop or to grab your free free ebook of empath's guide to rising strong and all the things that link will be in the show notes over to the podcast landing page yeah i told you technology is so weird so many fun little things to worry about with technology so Follow your heart, follow your intuition, listen to your body, get all of the trauma out of your body so that you can live abundant. 
you can live peaceful and you can truly enjoy every moment in your day and focusing on what matters, focusing on the people who truly care for you and invest in you and focus on your own self-care. Life is too short to let the narcissist dim our lights. Amen? Amen. Tune in. Until next time, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a download. We are here in full swing as the Empath and Narcissist podcast after a awkward little break over the summer. But we are here and striving strong to support you. Loosen, loosen, baby. You don't have to carry the weight of the world in your muscles and bones. Let go, let go, let go. Loosen, loosen, baby. You don't have to carry the weight of the world in your muscles and bones. Let go, let go, let go. Holy breath. And holy name will you ease, won't you ease this pain? Holy breath and holy name will you ease, won't you ease this pain? Loosen, loosen, baby, you don't have to carry the weight of the world in your muscles and bones. Let go, let go, let go. Loosen, loosen, baby, you don't have to carry the weight of the world in your muscles and bones. Let go, let go, let go. Holy breath and holy name will you ease, won't you ease this pain? Holy breath and holy name will you ease, won't you ease this pain? Losing time, I'm fading fast I just wanna make it last Try to let go of the past I close my eyes, embrace the blast Sleepless nights and headaches stack Restlessness to hell and back What's my purpose, what do I grab? A slippery surface, a heart attack And sometimes you just gotta believe There's something that'll give you relief There's something that'll have what you need